welcome to Green Energy Futures. I'm Duncan Kinney. The first section of our two-parter on the future of transportation focus on the manufacturer side. The Mitsubishis, the Fords, the Chevys. Now it's time to talk to the people who are actually driving the next generation of vehicles. Today, we meet the early adopters. Hi, I'm Ed Ma and uh, I'm a uh, Tesla Roadster owner. I'm born and raised in Calgary, Alberta. Ed was part of a panel of Tesla owners that got together at the Future of Transportation Symposium, put together by the Solar Energy Society of Alberta, the City of Edmonton, NMAX, and Nate. For me, I needed a car that I could drive all year round and that would give me real-world driving ranges. We have a second property that we drive to in the mountains, and so I need to know that I can go out there and back on one charge, and, and I often do that. And so I drive it all year round, and the fact that this is a supercar that I can drive all year round made it that much more exciting. Driving an EV all year round in Calgary? I live on a very steep incline in a hill, and in order to get up my back alley, it can be very slippery for any other car in the wintertime. And oftentimes, my neighbors can't get into their driveway, whereas I can. The 970 pounds worth of batteries over the rear axle and an excellent traction control system certainly help. Ed even drove all the way from Calgary to Edmonton for the conference. It was a beautiful drive. I drove out yesterday morning. I gave myself lots of time. I drove the speed limit just because this was the longest drive I've had to make in one trip and watching the gauges I knew I had enough to get here but just enough. Instead of chancing it, Ed stopped at a quick charge station in Red Deer. 30 minutes later he was back on the road with plenty of juice to make it to Edmonton. And we couldn't talk about the Tesla without mentioning its ridiculous performance and good looks. Zero to 100 kilometers an hour is 3.7 seconds and so it's faster than a Ferrari or a Porsche Turbo. It's a very fast car. These early adopters have a passion for technology, and it's not just for cars. A survey out of California found that 39% of plug-in vehicle owners also have solar panels. Solar and electric cars work great together. Um, it's a great opportunity to generate clean power um, for your electric vehicle. And, and it, to me, it just made sense to put the solar panels on my garage and uh, have the whole thing as sort of a package. So um, when I'm not there, it generates power and it puts it on the grid. And at night I charge, take the power basically back off the grid and, and into my electric vehicle. That's Adam Gagnon, a market development manager at NMAX. And if you're worried that these early adopters in their zest for the latest and greatest thing are actually emitting more carbon than their gas-powered compatriots, fear not. Even with Alberta's dirty coal-fired grid, the carbon emissions coming from an electric vehicle or hybrid are less than those from their internal combustion counterparts. In our study, we looked at electric and gas vehicles and we looked at the Alberta electricity grid and we found that even with most of Alberta's energy coming from coal production, it was still produced fewer greenhouse gas emissions to run an electric vehicle as opposed to an internal combustion. While we still have a ways to go before large-scale consumer acceptance of EVs, these early adopters blaze an important trail, putting their money where their mouth is to be the first to see if EVs can really work. To see photos, watch our video, and read our blog, head to greenenergyfutures.ca. We'd love to read your comments via Twitter, Facebook, or email, so please send us your thoughts on the future of transportation as you see it. Thanks for listening. I'm Duncan Kinney.